0: Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. If you've only had gas station sushi, you probably won't crave it much. Fuck, sushi sounds so good right now. If sex has only felt like an obligation, you won't know what it feels to be naturally high or hit higher notes of love. If you've never hugged canyons on a motorcycle, then you may not know or understand what it means to be one with a machine. If you've never jumped out of a plane, got lost in the city, slept underneath stars, danced until the sun came up, I'm gonna add a new one here, uh, shit in the woods, you may feel that life is cold soup without pleasure threaded into your life work will taste bland but what if you love your work okay wonderful but you must also take in play for life to shine and this play must be taken seriously in order to know how much you've needed it a lot of times we don't know how much we've needed something because we've never allowed ourselves to have it most of us do not love our work As a matter of fact, most of us dread it. So while we're searching for passion and purpose, stretching our bright spots may be the only reminder that there is more to life than living it. Pleasure doesn't just fall on our lap. We must seek it, create it, build it, manifest it, and lean backwards into it with our eyes closed and arms folded like it's a test, because it is. And if you fail, your relationship with your life will be on thin ice. Your world will be small, your thoughts will be narrow. There's more to life than money or the ability to make money. There's more to life than finding love. There's more to life than raising children. There's more to life than finding your purpose. A complete life also means to experience pleasure. So, for many of us, it's difficult to accept this because pleasure is lined with guilt and feelings of undeserving. This is programming and it stems from our um, early childhood, from our uh, upbringing. The the pressures we slash they put on us. This mindset blocks the connection with ourselves. Our lives become incomplete and stale. We end up chasing things that don't matter. We eat shit and strip ourselves of life's truest nectar. Quick story. I um, was at the coffee shop this morning doing my usual writing. And uh, I noticed a couple of lollipops. Thought about my daughter. Grabbed two went to the counter to pay for them and the cashier said $8 please and of course i paid because there's nothing worse than like you know feeling cheap or <laughs> when you when you don't know the price and then you go up to pay for it if the person um, says a price and you're or when the person says a price and you're like uh and then you it just makes everyone uncomfortable right so i bought the two lollipops and I was thinking to myself a little piece of candy on a stick for eight fucking dollars i remember in the 80s full candy bars like snickers and milky way and they were like 45 50 cents i remember having three dollars for a lunch going to like a a jack-in-a-box or taco bell and just having you know six or seven things anyway uh gas prices are soaring to in some places uh ten dollars a gallon and if you live in a city, uh, an 800-square-foot house is now about a million dollars. And so I'm bringing this up because many of you may feel panic. Um, I mean, the idea of pleasure right now uh, may not even make sense because you're trying to pay bills or you may feel like you're drowning um, On top of this, just the landscape of the world—I mean, with shootings and politics and all the stuff that's happening—there are just thick layers of of like murkiness, right? And it's hard to see the light. Uh, It's easy to get discouraged these days, I think, and to feel a sense of hopelessness. And I think, especially now, you know, um, more than ever before. Pleasure is actually imperative. It's prescribed. It's, it's important. I want to talk about my relationship with pleasure. In the beginning, um, not in the beginning. That sounds so weird. That sounds very biblical. I meant like in, in, in my 20s, in my uh, early years, uh, and then all the way to about 35, pleasure. Uh, I had no relationship with pleasure. I was just, uh, mindset was on grind, work, build something, love somebody. Um, Pleasure is extra. And I always feel guilty. And then uh, my relationship with pleasure swung the other way where um, I used to use pleasure to numb. So eating more than you should, right? Eating until you have to unbutton your pants. Um, Pornography um anything that brought me pleasure uh ah, what's the word not taking advantage of it but abusing it yes abusing it also love in relationships being addicted to love um allowing myself to uh be enmeshed with other people and not have healthy boundaries holding on to people's leg instead of their hand right being needy dependent all of that gave me dopamine and a sense of worth and of course lots of pleasure so that's the other extreme is when you use pleasure when you abuse pleasure and it becomes a way to numb and hide so that's obviously not healthy these days um now that i have uh come out the tunnel um, and I'm a lot more healthy emotionally and uh, spiritually. Um, and that came from a lot of grounding. And it also came from me redefining what pleasure looks like in my life. Um, because pleasure also comes with discipline, right? And threading it into my life. So pleasure to me today is found in the mundane. And when one of the points I want to make about pleasure is that it doesn't have to be uh, expensive, exotic trips anywhere. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, ayahuasca retreats in the jungle. It doesn't have to be uh, things that, um, that are elaborate and expensive. So one of the things I enjoy doing, and I've mentioned this a few times in my podcast, is uh, watering my lawn. It's something that I've discovered. And I keep mentioning it because it's such a great example of an activity that checks all the boxes, at least for me right now, you know, because pleasure changes, right? So it calms me. It's very therapeutic. It's meditative, meditative in that I'm watering my 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 lawn. Um, it calms me, and it also because uh, I'm playing '80s music, it makes me. Um, it makes me like reminisce a little bit in in a healthy way not living there but for me the 80s were magical they were my wonder years for many the the 80s uh, there was a nightmare and it it was traumatic so obviously you wouldn't listen to music that you know activated you in that way but for me the 80s were um, they were wide and they were colorful and I would be in a lot of flow states whether I was playing with Legos or break dancing. And so those were happy times for me, and so listening to music that takes me back to pleasant times while i 'm watering my lawn and watching a sunset, so all of that is free. all of that is something I could do every day and there the the roi on on that activity is very very good, you know because it um, checks so many boxes and that 's why i 've been mentioning that a lot. But of course, uh, motorcycle rides, for the last 12 years, uh, they've been um, pleasure for me, shooting dopamine into my brain, working out my daily sweat, um, meaningful conversations. I tried to thread those into my life when I can. A good meal, a donut on Fridays, that's pleasure. 12 donuts in one setting is not pleasure. Right? That's the old John Kim. That's uh, addictive behavior. That's uh, running. That's numbing. Let me ask you this. Do you have pleasure in your life? If not, why? What would it look like for you to start threading pleasure slash joy into your life? Knowing that it's going to change your state. The goal is to not live in fight or flight. Because... When we do, our shoulders are heavy, our knuckles are white, um, we have anxiety, we are constricting instead of expanding. And even if it's a subtle fight or flight, right, it doesn't have to be like complete panic, uh, like some kind of um, traumatic event just happened, Um, that's actually easier to pull out of. It's the low-grade, subtle fight or flight that we live in because... Um, We do nothing about it because it's not that big of a deal. But over time, it becomes a big deal. It grays us out, you know. So I was in that state for about 10 years before my divorce. One of the ways to create some primer in your life um, is to drop into your body and ask yourself, will take a breath first and then ask yourself what you can do to ground yourself. One way to ground one way to ground yourself is to um, stretch your bright spots is to take what's in your life already and produce joy, give yourself pleasure. And that could look like, you know, anything. It, it's it could be the 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 way that I seek pleasure can be different than the, the way that you seek pleasure. So, uh, whatever whatever is honest to you. Maybe it's a a new outfit, maybe it's um, picking up paintbrushes again or drumsticks, maybe it's, uh, maybe you just need to rub one out once in a while, <laughs> maybe you're very disconnected with your body and sex and, and haven't had or- an orgasm for a long time, I don't know, um, but anything that calms you, that grounds you, that gives you a sense of self and f- and a feeling of centeredness my friend um, says he meets God in the water he 's a surfer, and that 's another activity, um, like my example of watering the lawn that 's another activity that checks so many boxes for him uh, gives, fulfills his spiritual need, his physical need, his emotional need, and uh, gives him a lot of pleasure. you know so think about in your life what you have today, not what you can have, not what you 're going to get when you make the money or land the job or the or the whatever. Um, what do you have right now in your life that is free or if not free that's you know, that's not expensive that you could give yourself daily and you don't have to give it to yourself every day but if you thread it into your life um, and you just kind of a touch and go in sprints in your life throughout the week, it will cumulatively um, pull you out of fight or flight, raise your, create a space for you to live on a higher plane and to raise your uh, frequency. So to live in love, creativity, optimism, joy, all the higher frequencies, gratitude. It's really hard to be grateful if you think the sky is falling. I know because uh, that was all of my 20s and some of my 30s. And so as a foundation, as primer, thread some joy, some nectar, some pleasure into your life. I have a... tattoos for bookmarks um, uh, from my story uh, from the chapters of my life and one of my early tattoos was um, a hummingbird a reminder on my bicep it was just a reminder for me to to seek nectar because it was something I never did before in the past and so every time I I see that tattoo in the mirror I ask myself you know how am I allowing myself to Uh, inject pleasure into my life. How am I seeking nectar today? Knowing that it's going to reposition me. It's going to ground me. It's going to make me a better version of myself. I'm going to have more to give. And it's one of the primary colors as far as self-care and connection to self. And so it's not optional. It's uh, mandatory. Thank you for listening. I hope um, you seek some pleasure this week. Give yourself what you need. Ground yourself. And stop living in panic. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordo. Lumia Coach Training